Amen. I want to use for a moment of thought tonight something about that woman. Something about that woman. Amen. And I know, I already know, some of y'all already know the group that made this song. And actually, while my wife and I was out uh, Sunday listening to uh, Crazy Howard McGee, you know, he'd do the battle of the bands. And um, I think it was SOS and Lakeside that was battling this Sunday. Now, I don't know which one did the song. But this song, this particular song came on. Something about that woman. Now, those of us who know the song know, know that they were, he was talking about uh, an actual woman and the way that this woman made him felt and, and all the stuff, amen, that was bottled up in him, all his feelings and emotions, amen, came to a bottle cap and, and the title was There's Something About That Woman. And amazed, it amazed me because when I heard the song, now I've heard the song plenty times before. I promise you I have. I've, I've danced to this song plenty times before. I've, I've, I've laughed to this song. And, you know, I, I've, I've sang this song along with the singers. But this time, when I heard it, something different happened. <laughs> this time, when I heard it, something spiritual rose up in me. And I put it in my phone. I can't show you. But I put it in my phone notes. And I put it on there. Something about that woman. And immediately. Now I know. I know. I know. That there are a lot of women in the Bible. Naomi. Ruth. Uh, I, I know Mary. I know the, the woman that was bent over. I know the woman who's loose. I know. I, I know Elizabeth. I know that there are Hannah. I know Sarah. I, I know there were many other women in the Bible that I could be talking about. But, but when I heard this song. This song rose up the spiritual in me and it took me right to this woman because I know the other women did other things but, but this woman did something that I don't think any other woman done to Jesus. I mean, had there ever been a time in your life where something happened and, and and you were so amazed and, and and listen here here's what I'm saying now now many of us have been to places plenty plenty times before we have been to restaurants same restaurants sometimes we, we have been to uh, amusement parks and we've been to certain places sometimes and sometimes you can go to this place and at one instant something different happens you taste something different you hear something different. You see something different. And your response is, that wasn't the same as I remember. Hey, Ms. Williams, 
You said there's something about this one this time. It, it don't taste like it did last time. There's a little extra something in it. You, you go to a hotel and you say, man, I, I've been at this place before. You know, I vacationed here before. But, but this time, something is different about it. And then you begin to search it out. Because you want to, Brother Lynchman, my brother, I love you, sir. Amen. So tonight we're talking about something about that woman. And so when you go to these places and know you've been there before, you ate there before, sometimes when you go back, something different happens. It doesn't seem the same. And then you turn around and say, you know what? Something about this time is different. And when I heard the song, the song spoke to me. And it led me back to this woman who had this, this issue. Now, I'm not going to go about it the same way that we're used to going about it. Because it's something about this woman that gives everybody a lesson tonight. Now, not only just for you, but also for me. Because in, in this life, we, we, we're going to have trials. Jesus said it. He said in this life, you're going to have trial. You're going to have trouble. Job said a man that's born of a woman is just a few days. And those days are full of trouble. So in this life that we're living, we, we're going to have trouble. We're going to have some trials. There's going to be some issues. And, and, a lot of, and a lot of the issues sometimes are not even caused by you. It's caused by somebody else. Hey, Miss uh, McNish, God bless you tonight. So we're going to have some issues. We're going to go through some things. But when I looked at this message and when I heard the song, it spoke to me and said something about that woman. And there were a few things about this woman that we all can learn a lesson from tonight. There's a few things about what this lady endured that we can all learn from tonight. Now those of us who know the story, we know that she was sick for 12 long years. Amen. And here's what I know about this number 12. This number 12, I looked it up. I got it in my mind, but I wanted to look it up again. So this number 12 is a perfect government. It's a, it, it symbolizes the perfect government, the perfect rule, the perfect authority of God. And so when, when I saw that, I knew then that something was about to change. Also, the number 12 is a symbol of change, peace, harmony. So watch this. For 12 years, her body has been out of harmony. It has been out of sync. Come on, talk back to me. For 12 long years, there was no unity in her body. 
But now, after 12 years of doing what she did, can I say this to you? Something about this woman, can I say this? Watch this. She wasn't a quitter. Talk back to me, somebody. She wasn't a quitter. Now, sometimes many of us can go through stuff in life and we'll give up because it's too hard for us. We don't want to go through it. We'll, we'll move to another state. Can I say something about me? Can I talk about me real quick? Just me. Let me tell you something about me. There was a time in my marriage. Listen to me. Red going to be transparent to y'all for y'all tonight. And I want y'all to understand me. See, I don't want y'all to think Reb is high and mighty. He ain't that. Reb is a normal dude like y'all. Reb go through stuff like y'all. Reb got issues like y'all. But check this out. I'm going to say something to you. Watch this. So, but see, this woman wasn't a quitter. Watch this. Early on in my marriage, right? You know, I was, you know, I was, you know, dealing with stuff. And so I just made up in my mind that I ain't going to deal with stuff no more. Listen to me. So I packed up my stuff. I, I mean, I was working. I just got promoted at my job. I was a manager. Listen to me. And I just decided, man, I'm done with all this. So I decided to pick my grown self up. Listen to me. I decided to pick my grown self up and leave the whole state. Hear me. Now, what was I doing? I was quitting. Instead of staying and working through some stuff. Come on, talk back to me. Instead of uh, working it out, instead of talking it through, my idea was to get my stuff and go and let them deal with it. But see, this woman showed us tonight. She dealt with this stuff 12 years. And she didn't quit. And then we know the story. She did all she could. But she still didn't quit. She went here and she was there. And she went everywhere trying to get better. But she did not quit. I want somebody to know tonight that quitting. And I know you heard it before. Quitting is not an option. But can I give a real quick relationship tip? For our, my, my singles that's looking and waiting, can I give a quick relationship tip? It's in here. Watch this. Stop giving your all <laughs> to people who's not giving back to you. <laughs> Please share this message. Or you can just Facebook that, Instagram that, TikTok that, Snapchat that. Stop giving your all to people and Things that are not giving back to you. Everything she had, she gave away. And the only thing she got in return was worse. That's another relationship tip to you. Stop, ladies and gentlemen, single women, single women, single men. Stop trying to be a husband to a girlfriend. Ladies, stop trying to be a wife to a boyfriend. I don't care how old he is. Because if he if he ain't got his own stuff, 
Listen to me. He ain't got no, and that ain't even it. If he ain't got his mind right, she ain't got her mind right. Come on, talk back to me. We're giving away too much to people and things that are not pouring back into us. She gave away all, but she just got worse. And when it's time for you to get what you need, sometimes you can't give it because you burnt out. Sometimes you can't do what you need to do in something real because you done, you done gave the fake all the real. And so the real, you get fake. So we have to learn, watch this, we have to learn that we can't give our everything to things and people who don't see the value, come on, talk back to me, in returning to you. See, when she gave her everything, they didn't return nothing to her. She just got worse. So the Bible called it a plague. And so I looked it up a little bit and plague in another translation means to whip <laughs> and to be defeated. And see, many of us stop trying because in past issues and past problems, we have been whipped by the issues of life. We have been defeated by the problems of life. And so now we done gave everything and now we just don't want to try no more. But there was something about this woman. She wasn't a quitter. She wasn't a quitter. She didn't stop. She knows she didn't have no more money. She gave all she had. But she wasn't a quitter. She needed something. And for 12 years. She went after it. May not have went after it the way she should have. But she never quit it. Or says, there's something about that woman. She wasn't a quitter. Watch this. This woman also, something about that woman, she was a listener. <laughs> she was a listener. Those of us who know the story, the, the story said that when she heard, come on, talk back to me. When she heard about Jesus, she was a listener. Now, here's what you have to understand about being a critical listener. When you listen, watch this, when you listen out for the right things, then you can take the proper actions. Hear me? And when you take the proper actions from listening to the right things, it will cause a benefit to happen in your life. She was a listener. After she heard. See. Many of us. Are only excited about. Negative things that we hear. We can't wait to spread about. The negative stuff. We, we want to talk about negative stuff. All the time. That's the thing. You know we always blame the news. For always reporting all the bad stuff. But there's some people that live in your house. That's all they do is report bad stuff. There's folks on your block. They only sit on the porch just so they can see what's going on. Y'all ain't saying them back to me. 
just sit on the porch and just see what's going on so they can run back and start telling them. You know, there are people that like to hear bad news. Y'all remember in the Wiz, what that lady said, that, that they don't nobody bring me no bad news. Listen, that's, uh, that's listen, I'm like her. I don't want bad news. I, I, I'm seeing it, I'm hearing already. On my way to work, on my way back home to work. I see it. But then when you get home, you got to hear more bad news. She was a listener. She already knew that she was in a bad situation. She already knew her problem could not be solved by man's hands. Come on, talk back to me. She needed a transfusion and a transformation. <laughs> Something about that woman. She was a listener. And the things that she heard moved her to get the solution to her issue. Can I say this to us brothers and sisters tonight? Whenever you hear something, that can speak to your problem. Then you ought to move on that. Hear me. We are too excited. About the wrong stuff. We move on the wrong stuff. We move for a wrong relationship. What's up brother Randolph? We get tied up in things. That don't move us nowhere. That don't use the potential. That don't bring out the better in us. It just brings the worst out in us. We, we move to things that sound good but ain't good for us. We move to things that sound like I can build something with you. But then all of a sudden the walls begin to crumble. Something about this woman. She was a listener. And her listening moved her to action. I said this before. You know, my mother used to always have me take the garbage out. Amen. And, uh, you know, she would know I heard her when she came home and saw the garbage taken out. Amen. But how many know, <coughs> excuse me, how many know there were sometimes she came home and the garbage wasn't taken out? That means I didn't listen. And so because I didn't listen, discipline had to happen. Oh, come on, talk back to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Here's what the Holy Spirit has said to many of us tonight. The Holy Spirit said, you done heard him say, don't go there. Don't be with him. Don't be with her. You heard the Holy Spirit say, don't you drink that. Don't you smoke that. Don't you go there. Don't you hear this. Don't go there. Don't you do that. The Holy Spirit said, he done told us that. But we just decided to do what we wanted to do. We didn't listen. So because we didn't listen, discipline has to happen. So what happens? The, the relationship you thought you had turns sour. And it keeps turning sour. And it keeps turning sour. Why? Because you're not listening. 
The investment that you had is not bringing back no money. Why? Because you're not listening. The property you thought that was going to help you get to being the millionaire status is not doing so well. Why? Because you knew the Lord told you not to get that property. He had something else for you in a different neighborhood where people can't afford. Y'all ain't saying them back to me. He told you not to buy that car. Now it's on uh, uh, the brinks. Now you got to spend more in it than, than what you bought it for. She was a listener. And when you become an active listener, you listen out for the things that can progress you, not digress you. Come on, talk back to me. Share this message with someone. Something about that woman is our message tonight. Something about that woman, that she wasn't a quitter and she was a listener. Watch this. And she wasn't afraid of the crowd. Come on, talk back to me. The lesson said, the woman thought, if I can even touch his coat, that will be enough to heal me. Watch this. When she touched his coat. Now watch this. I want you to hear me. In order to touch his coat. She had to go out in public. Man I ain't going to have enough time. And in those days. When you had that type of infirmity. You were labeled as unclean. And you were not supposed to be out in public. But something about that woman said. I ain't afraid to go out in the crowd. I ain't ashamed of my look. I'm not ashamed of my ailment. The Bible said that she thought. She thought. This word thought means to have a belief. To have a concept. Or to be convicted about something that she heard. She thought and she heard something and she was convicted that if I could just touch his coat, she thought about it. She was convicted enough with her sickness, with her illness, with her uncleanliness. She went out into the crowd. She wasn't concerned who was in the crowd. She didn't care if her girls was in the crowd. She didn't care if her homies was in the crowd. She was in the crowd, not for them, but for herself. Something about that woman. She wasn't afraid of the crowd. And in the crowd sometimes we have friends. And sometimes our friends can influence us to do other things and go other places in the crowd. Sometimes we don't want our friends to see us. Making our way to Jesus. <laughs> sometimes we're in our crowd. We don't want our friends to know that we sing praise and worship every Sunday. That we go to uh, choir rehearsal every Wednesday, every Thursday. Sometimes in the crowd, we don't want our homies to know that you done stopped drinking. So you keep on drinking uh, and then you mess yourself up. And in the crowd, you don't want your homies to know that you do motivational speaking. In the crowd, you got homies in your crowd and you don't want them to know that you pray through times a day. You don't want them to know in your crowd that you are a worshiper. You don't want your homies in your crowd to know that you love Jesus. You love God and you know who the Holy Spirit is and you believe in angels in your crowd. You don't want folks to know that you are a Jesus freaker, a God lover. Uh, you in your crowd. And so in your crowd, you allow your crowd to dictate who you are. But something about this woman. She wasn't about the crowd. <laughs> she 
was going after the crown. You ain't saying the back to your boy tonight. She didn't care nothing about the crowd. She was going after the crown because there was something she needed. And so many of us are hanging in the crowd. And the crowd can't help you. The folks in your, can I say what Ray Lewis said? He said, I put it on my page. Ray Lewis, man, is awesome. He said uh, about some eagles, but this is what he said. He said, if you show me your crowd, I'll show you your future. <laughs> you think about that. Show me your crowd. In other words, show me who you hang with. And I'll show you your future. Y'all know what we used to say, birds of a feather flock together. Pastor Baby, I love you, man. God bless you, sir. Birds of a feather flock together. But why you want to be part of a flock when you can soar like an eagle? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Why be part of a flock that barely get fed? You got to fight for crumbs. Anybody ever seen uh, seagulls and pigeons fight for crumbs? How many ever seen eagles fight for crumbs? Y'all ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Come on. Eagles don't fight for crumbs. What's up, Miss Reese? God bless you. I love you so much. Eagles don't fight for crumbs. They soars. They soar high. They go after their own stuff. She wasn't concerned about the crowd. Something about that woman saying, I'm going. I don't care who's in the crowd. I'm going after something. I need something from Jesus. And you have to make up your mind. What is it that you need from Jesus? Or are you okay keep going through the same old stuff over and over again? This lady went through 12 years of problems. And many of us are going through stuff that we ain't got to go through. Why? Because we decide to go the crowd way instead of going the crown way. Something about that woman. Watch this. And I'm out of here. When she touched his coat, her bleeding stopped. <laughs> she could feel in her body that she was healed. And once Jesus felt power go out from him. So he stopped and turned around. Then he asked, who touched my clothes? And, 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 and many of your uh, translations, <laughs> it said the woman Touched him. And something about the woman's touch. <laughs> it was a touch of faith. Jesus had what she had been looking for for 12 years. It wasn't just healing that she got. But Jesus said that she was made whole because of her faith. There's something about that woman. Something about her touch. She wasn't touching Jesus to get a high five. She wasn't touching Jesus to say, I touched him. She wasn't touching Jesus to say, oh man, I got close enough to him. She was touching Jesus because there was something she needed to be touched on the inside of her. See, you have to get to Jesus and not just call on 
him just for anything. She touched him with a purpose. Come on, talk back to me. She had a problem. And she knew if I could touch him, if I could bring my problem to the prince, I know that he could solve it. Blind Bartimaeus was crying by the wayside. Jesus heard him. It wasn't a regular cry. There was a purpose in that cry. And I need somebody to know tonight, you can get out of what you're dealing with. That sickness don't have to hold you down no longer. That problem don't have to keep you down. That illness don't have to keep you down. That bad relationship ain't got to keep you down. That sorry job that ain't paying you enough anyway ain't got to keep you down. Jesus can heal everything in your life. When he healed that woman, watch this now. When he healed her, he healed everything about her life. The money that she lost now, she's healed and made whole. She can go back and get more money, get the job. Whether she was an entrepreneur or not. Now she's back in the social scene. Come on. Now she can start going back around family. Don't this sound like something we're dealing with now? <laughs> Jesus is the vaccination. You ain't saying nothing back to your boy tonight. You want to get back into it? You got to get to Jesus. She had faith and she put in the work. What does the Bible say? Faith without it is dead. She had faith and she put in the work. And the result was, not only was she made healed, not only was she healed, but she was made whole. Something about that woman. She wasn't a quitter. She was a listener. She wasn't afraid of the crowd. And she was touching with faith. There's something about that woman. I'm talking about complete remission. Let Jesus change your story. Again, she touched him with purpose. Because she understood that nobody can do her like Jesus. Because whatever she heard, she heard that he can heal. And maybe she heard a part of the story when ten lepers came and he told them to go show themselves unto the priest. And while on their way, they were made whole. Maybe she heard how he raised Lazarus out of the grave. And maybe she heard how he walked on water and called a little girl from death. Maybe she heard how he fed 5,000 with a few fish and five barley loaves. Maybe she heard that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. I got to go tonight, but I need somebody to hear me. Something about that woman, she went after what she needed from the Lord. Don't you sit back and allow the enemy to keep you depressed and downtrodden. You better get to Jesus. Oh, by any means. 
by any means, hey, by any means necessary. You got to get to it. And don't you let nothing hold you back. 